Welcome back to more of the Harris Happening here on the Mighty 790 KFGO and KFGO.com. Let's see, there was uh, there was Thief River Falls, there was the Born Evolution. Uh, now, he's got a book out called Funeral for a Friend. He's got another one coming out in October. He is the busiest man at the typewriter, if they still have those. Brian Freeman, our special guest tonight here on the Mighty 790 KFGO and KFGO.com. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing great. It's great to be back with you. Do they still have typewriters, or do you just call them keyboards? You know, I actually was in Best Buy not that long ago, and they they did have typewriters there. I was thinking, well, I haven't seen those in a while. <laughs> the latest book is uh, called uh, "Funeral for a Friend." It's one of your uh, it's the latest from your uh, Jonathan Stride series. Uh, let me ask you real quick: to, Can you explain to the folks who Jonathan Stride is, and why do you decide to make a, a series of books about him? Yeah, Jonathan Stride is a Duluth police lieutenant, and uh, he's actually where my career got started. My very first book, Immoral, back in 2005, was the Jonathan Stride novel. So Funeral for a Friend is the the tenth Stride novel to to take place up in the the frozen Northland there. Uh, And uh, yeah, I, I always tell people that I write my series books like standalone. So even if you've never met Stride before, you can dive right in with Funeral for a Friend, and I think you get a a full, rich experience of the character, and uh, you don't get any spoilers from the earlier books. Uh, so it's, it's actually a great place to get to know Stride. He's one of these, you know, he's just a classic northern Minnesota kind of hero. Uh, he kind of tucks his chin against the wind and keeps moving on. And he's got this sort of step-by-step determination to get to the truth, which is actually why I named him Stride. It just kind of emphasizes that doggedness about his personality. Oh, very good, very good. They, I, I have to tell you that you know I have a few friends who, for some reason or another, decide to skip the prologue of a book. They want to go right to chapter one. They think they're they think they don't need that or something. But I have to tell you, in this this book, Funeral for a Friend, that prologue is probably one of the most gripping prologues I've read in quite some time. How important is that to get the story rolling? Oh, yeah. You never want to miss a Brian Freeman prologue, that's for sure. You know, I've, I've actually heard that from readers, that, that there are folks out there that skip the skip the prologue. I don't quite know why that is, but you don't want to miss this one. It, uh, it's certainly going to leave you wondering exactly what's going on, and it's probably going to leave you a little nervous for the entire book, wondering what's going to happen. <laughs> now, in the last several days, uh, you've done some, uh, because of the COVID-19 pan- uh, pan- uh, pandemic, you've done some virtual uh, meetings. You've been, you know, you've gone to libraries and such and talked with folks, but you've done a lot of stuff virtually uh, during this pandemic. How's that been going, and what what what's that like? Yeah, it it you know it, it's it's obviously not what everyone would prefer, and and everything kind of got you know turned upside down. I think we had thirty library and bookstore events scheduled uh, throughout the year back in January, and of course they all got canceled. Uh, so, yeah, since then, we've been doing a lot of virtual events uh, with libraries and booksellers. And, you know, it's got good and bad about it. I mean, it, uh, it it's obviously not the same as being in the room with people. And for a speaker, the virtual events are tough because speakers really thrive on the energy of the audience. And so when you don't have that, it's, uh, it's a lot harder. You really kind of have to dig down inside yourself because you don't get that feedback from the people in the room. On the other hand, what we found is is really great is that uh, when we're doing virtual events, it means that readers 
from around the country and even around the world can participate in these events uh, and uh, and we can actually get to know them and, and interact with them and and that's that's really that's really nice because in a lot of cases you know these are people in places that realistically we'd never be able to get to and do events uh, you know and even when things get back to normal so the virtual events give us a way to sort of reach out to a broader audience you must get a lot of times you must get some of the same people that have been with you since day one I bet huh yeah, it's it's fun. There are readers that were with me all the way back in 2005 with the moral, and they've been here all these years, and uh, and that's great. It, I, honestly, I, I'll tell you the only the only sad thing is I, I've been in the business long enough that uh, you know that we're we're starting to get to a point where we actually have longtime readers that, uh, that that have passed away, and that's that's always sad when we when we read about that. One of the other things too that I I would think would be kind of sad is because you know the the actual face to face, give me your book, I'll sign it for you type uh, type thing that happens when you're at the, the these events. You can't you can't sign the books. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's right. Although we 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 actually. Uh, we actually did an event where people sort of pre-ordered the book and, and then we signed them for them. And, and we're actually talking about seeing if we could figure out some way to do a virtual book signing where people could, uh, you know, sign on to a Zoom event and, and actually, you know, buy the book right there at the event online. And, you know, I'd be I'd sign the book for them right, you know, right there on the Zoom event. So, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to we're going to have to figure that out. Now, this is your interview, but I have to tell you something. I, I had a woman on a while back and 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 I did an interview with her about her book. And she said, I'll autograph your book for you. And I said, well, well, I've got it here in front of me. How, how's that going to happen? And she says, just watch for your mail. And she sent me one of those, you know, hello, my name is stickers. And she said, put it inside your book. And she had her name signed on it. I, I've done that. I've, oh, have I've you? Actually sent, yeah, I've sent labels. To, I've actually sent labels to folks over in the in Italy and the Netherlands and things like that, that will write to me because they, they'd love to get, you know, a, a signed <laughs> book. And, and that's one way to do it. Of course, my favorite was I, I, I had a guy that uh, sent me a, a picture of himself with the book and it was open to the title page and, and he had a, you know, a sad face because he couldn't get the book signed. So I, I edited the photo and, and actually edited in my signature on the page in the photograph and sent it back <laughs> to him and said, here you go. <laughs> Brian Freeman, our special guest tonight here on KFGO, I should say today, and a funeral for a friend, and it is now on the store shelves. I understand it's moving It's moving good, huh? Yeah, we've had a great response to Funeral for a Friend. I've really been thrilled with that. I, I, you know, when you, I've, I've got 22 books out in the market right now, and, uh, you know, you always hope that with every new book, uh, you know, people are going to be reading it and say, gosh, that's the, the best one yet. And, uh, but, you know, I know people are always going to have their favorites after all this time, but I've had so many readers writing to me about this book that it really has, has touched them. And, and they've had both, you know, that, that great thrill of turning the pages to find out what happens next, but it's also a real intense emotional thriller and, and readers have really responded to that. So uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about the plot for this particular Jonathan Stride book? Yeah, well, as I say, you know, I love to write thrillers that have this emotional core, and uh, uh, the the heart of this one is is it, it's a it's a tough book for Jonathan Stride because uh, at the very beginning of the book he is dealing with the loss of his best friend Steve Garsky to cancer, and uh, so Stride is at Steve's deathbed in this very emotional scene between the two of them, and then you know uh, Steve essentially makes a a deathbed confession about something he did that ends up turning Stride's entire life and career upside down. And, uh, and that's kind of how the whole book starts. And it, it, it leads the book into being uh, this, this really significant crossroads 
for all of the the series characters. So it uh, uh, it's a book where everyone is facing some some big changes in their lives. By the way, what's uh, what Stride's uh, partner's name? Maggie. Uh, Maggie Bay. Bay. Okay. Yeah, and his wife. See, yeah, I, <laughs> and his wife is Serena Dial. <laughs> See, when I look at when I look at that, I say B E I. Okay, is it Bay? Is it Bi? Is it B? <laughs> Here's one of these authors trying to pull something over on us again. Try to imagine how you actually pronounce this person's name. So, <laughs> I, I, I love I love Maggie as a character. She she's so much fun to write because she's so snarky and sarcastic. You know, she she talks about one character who says that he, he, he keeps turning up like the road company of Lay Frickin' Miz, you know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I, maybe it's just me, but I mean, I really thought this uh, character of Serena was a great character as well, his, his latest wife. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Serena and, and Stride have had this very, you know, sort of up and down relationship throughout the series, and uh, they're, they're both coming into it with a lot of baggage, and uh, they've They've uh, they've struggled through it just the way you know any any couple would, and uh, that that relationship has been uh, really interesting for me to write over the years uh, because I, I always want these characters to feel like real people. You know, I don't write about superheroes, I don't write about supervillains. I, I like to take real people with with flaws and strengths and challenges and and put them in these situations and see how the ripple effects of uh, a crime really change their lives. Now, we mentioned before, you're from, uh, well, not originally from Minnesota, but you've lived down in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area for a good portion of your life. But uh, when yes. you get up into Duluth, do you get up there often to explore the locations that you set some of your scenes in? Uh, yeah, in ordinary years, I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been able to travel up there quite as much as I'd like this year. But yeah, I, we, we're up there scouting locations for the books. I always use real places in, in all the novels. Uh, so it, it's real parks and hotels and settings and even real people's houses I use as crime scenes, which is always kind of fun. And I think that just adds to the, the, the immediacy and the authenticity. It makes people feel like they've been dropped down into the middle of every scene and they can hear it and touch it and taste it and feel it, smell it happening all around them. Now, I know authors probably don't like hearing things like this, but uh, the copy of uh, Thief River Falls I got from you is now on its fourth person. <laughs> so, no, that's a good thing. We, we love spreading the word. <laughs> that's a great book, too, for you folks in northwestern Minnesota as well, by the way. So, uh, well, you know, we got we we got some great great feedback about Thief River Falls about two weeks ago. Uh, Amazon came out and released a ranking of their top ten best selling thrillers of 2020 so far, and uh, along with books by folks like David Baldacci and Stephen King and John Grisham and Harlan Coben, there was Thief River Falls in the top ten list. I oh, that congratulations! Was congratulations! Thank you. By the way, after we talked last time, and when you had uh, the Born Evolution out. Uh, somebody had called me and asked about, well, you didn't ask him if there was going to be a movie. Well, there's not a movie for every born book. I mean, there's what? There's like, what, 17, 18, 19 of them or something like that? There's not that many movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and really the movies they did didn't bear a lot of relationship to the books either. <laughs> <laughs> the book is called Funeral for a Friend. Brian Freeman, our friend here on uh, KFGO, The Mighty 790. The book is out, available on uh, the Internet, of course, but stop by your local bookstore and pick that up. By the way, I saw you got a nice uh, little uh, uh, blurb here from on the front cover from Lisa Gardner. She's been on the show about four or five times. Master of oh, Psychology. Hey, Master of Psychological uh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's, uh, she's got some great stuff out there too, but, but, uh, this is the one to go for funeral for a friend. I'm going to have you back on in a couple of weeks 
because you've got another surprise for the folks. Uh, your book, uh, Deep Deep Snow, is coming out, huh? Yeah, that's right. This is this is sort of a long-awaited book because the Deep Deep Snow came out last year as an Audible original, so it was an audio book exclusive. And uh, people have been clamoring for a print edition of the book ever since. Uh, we, I mean, it was a great hit. It hit the New York Times audio bestseller list. We we just had a great run with it. Uh, and finally, now here we are. Uh, October 27th, uh, it'll be out in paperback. So can't wait for that. Wow, that's it. Four books in one year. Incredible. It was four, right? (laughs) It is, yeah. That's the fourth one. It's a busy year. (laughs) Well, I promise we will get that. uh, We will get you on here as that uh, date becomes available. That'll make a great Halloween gift for everybody, by the way. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Brian Freeman, our special guest. And once again, your website, people can check more about you and your books. Yeah, it is bfreemanbooks.com. That's all one word, bfreemanbooks.com. They can find out all about all of the books out there, links to buy it. Uh, They can find out a little bit more about me, sign up for my mailing list, all those things. Great, great. And uh, don't forget your Facebook page. And your wife has a Facebook page. This is really pretty cool, too. She does, yeah. They they can find me at facebook.com slash bfreemanfans. And uh, and then Marsha, who, of course, is way more interesting than I am when it comes to Facebook, she's at facebook.com slash the author's wife. And she kind of <laughs> takes you behind the scenes on the inside of the book biz. I love that name. I love that name. Brian, thank you so much. We'll talk to you in a few weeks. Sounds good. Thank you, Bob. Brian Freeman, everybody, on The Harris Happening here on the Mighty 790 KFGO.